0: but it starts with getting clear about what you want. It starts with a new decision. I'm your host, Donnie Rouse. You are listening to the podcast, One Life. Detached outcomes. What if I told you that the way to get your outcome was to actually detach from it? That, was, that means to, to let go of the resistance that you have around it. Often we, we want something and we carry this, this expectation for it to happen or this anticipation. Well, it's not really anticipation. It's like we, we stifle the very thing that we want with this undertow of, well, maybe it won't happen. And we try to force it. But again, as a result of forcing it, we stifle it literally out of our life. I had a firsthand experience with this on my most recent trip to Portugal. Actually, several experiences with it that kept coming up and kept reoccurring, reminding me to detach from that outcome. But before we get into that, I want to ask you a question. Because we all have been there and we all are there in certain areas of our life. There are certain areas of our life that just kind of flow. And there are other areas of our life where we hit this resistance, and we can't understand why we haven't gotten the very thing that we want, and we don't even know that it's our own hands that are stifling, you know, that are cuffing, cutting off the oxygen, the vital resources to that thing. So what is something that you want, uh, that you feel like it has been eluding you? Next, what is your connection to it? Like, when you think about it, do you feel free? Or do you feel restricted? Do you Does it make you feel tight, right? That's going to let you know what your point of attraction is for that object that you desire. And then I want you to imagine. What would it feel like to just know that that thing, that object, was going to appear in your life? It could be the significant other. It could be that that body that you want. It could be the trip that you desire. It could be whatever it is. What if you knew that it was going to happen? There was no doubt in your mind at all. You were living in faith. How does it feel in that spot? And from that spot, answer this question. Because I, I likely you felt different than you did five seconds ago. How much more likely are you going to attract the the outcome that you want? So I just got back from a trip to Portugal and having done Ireland two months prior, I had this this feeling inside that. I'm like, you know what? I need to do another trip because Ireland just didn't do it for me. And what I'll I'll explain that a little bit in more detail. When I was in Ireland, I was traveling around there was a lot of college kids staying at the hostels that I was staying at different than any other place, uh, that I visited, especially like Portugal. And as a result, I didn't get the connection that I wanted. I didn't, uh, have like the, 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 experiences. Like I wanted, I had a car and I wanted to invite people into that experience. Hey, do you want to take a road trip? I'm going to Belfast. I'm going to London, Dairy or dairy, if you, however you want to call it. And I wanted to have that experience that I've had in so many other of my trips. And I, I know that I was really, really forcing it. So I ended up booking this trip to Portugal. One, because I just wanted to go to Portugal. And uh, well, yeah, basically, I just wanted to go to Portugal. Uh, but it, it, Portugal had a different vibration to me. I was in Porto. And I had spent some time walking around the city. And then I was f- feeling really tired. It must have been like the first day I got there. And I was exhausted because I had uh, going out the night before... And then I had to catch an early morning train to, to Porta. So when I arrived, I couldn't really, I couldn't check in until like my room wasn't going to be ready until three o'clock. So I just dropped off my stuff and I kind of went out in this, this haze of like this, my mind, my mind just felt like it was in, the, in somewhere in the clouds. I went. I did a port. I did a port tasting. Uh, I got pretty drunk <laughs> early on because I did, I think the only thing I ate was like a pastel de nata, one of the pastries that they uh, Portugal is known for. And then I made my way back to the hostel. When I was in the hospital, I kind I went to the to bathroom, just kind of shower up and freshen up a little bit. As I was leaving, I uh, saw someone exiting the um, exiting the room. So you know, I got my clothes on and I walked downstairs. And as I was getting downstairs, there's two guys sitting on to the stairs to the doorway. I can't really, it's hard for me to like kind of tell you how the orientation was of this place. And I was, you know what? Let me just talk to him. So I said, Hey, you know, hi guys, wh- where are you guys from? And there it turns out they were both from Canada. And then I started going into like, well, what are you guys up to? What are you guys doing today? And they mentioned that they said, we're gonna go to the beach. And I was like, "Oh, that's so funny!" Like, so am I. I'm actually going to do the same exact thing. And then they invited me to join them, and we ended up having a blast, like an amazing time. My friend Stephen and my friend Jonathan now. But prior to that, I was literally like looking around, almost kind like of hunt Well, who, who can I, who can I like invite to hang out today? Who can I invite for coffee? And as a result, it was literally making me frantic. And I, I ended up connecting with people. But it wasn't the same. Well, actually, I, I made two other friends who were awesome too. But there was still this nervous energy around there. you know. And I would go through periods where I'd go in and out of this energy. When I was let it go, things just flowed. I met the most awesome people. When I was in it, I was alone. And I was just very much in my busy mind. So the next occurrence of this was I went to Madeira. And I was traveling around with a couple of friends of mine, a friend uh, from Germany and a friend from Spain. When we were traveling around, one of my friends said, hey, I have a friend, my friend Jacqueline. She is actually living in Porto do Sol. If you want, I'll connect with you. You know, I'll connect you with her. You guys could go out and maybe just meet up, have a drink, have a talk, whatever. So I was driving around the island with my two friends and I said, you know what, let me, let me give Jacqueline a call. Let me just at least stop by because my friend ma- went out of the way to, to make the connection and I'm going to be passing it. So let me just stop in. We could have a coffee or a drink and that's it. We made our way there. We ended up meeting by this restaurant on the water and having, I think a, I had a glass of wine and we had some something called ginja, which is a cherry liqueur that they make in, in Portugal. We ended up leaving and then the following, uh, before the following day, like that evening, I said, you know what, let me invite Jacqueline out and let me see if she is free tomorrow because my two friends are going to go do something else and I'm free for the entire day. Let me just, you know, and there there was some resistance because sometimes I feel like, well, if I invite people, then one, I I have to spend the entire day with the person or two, in some way that's going to restrict my trip. But from my past experiences, I know that's not the case. You know, I know the thing that I want. So I like, there's this need to kind of let go of the expectations to what it is that I really want. And what I really wanted was I just wanted to have, a, you know, have a great friend, have a great time, explore, have some adventure, live curiously. Because that that next day was going to be my last day. So I just says, said, hey, I'm going to be driving towards this place called. Uh, Porta Sao Lorenzo, or it's a, it was like a peninsula. It reminded me of the Southern Cape of South Africa, of Cape Town, South Africa. So she obliged. She's like, well, what time do you want to start? You know, I said, you know, we'll start somewhat early and we we could finish. She said, can we finish by six o'clock? I was like, not likely not. Likely we're going to, you know, we'll finish later in the evening. So this, and I'm going to kind of go give you a roundabout to this story uh, but it's it's funny, so I'll, I'll just include it. So she goes, all right, well, that's fine. I'll take a taxi. Send me the address. So I sent the address, which is Rue 31st uh, Rio de Janeiro. And I'm looking at that. So she's, all right, I'm hopping in a cab. I'm not going to have any ce- cellular signal. So I'm like, okay, I will meet you outside of my apartment at 10 a.m. <laughs> Little did I know that I never actually gave her my apartment number. I gave her a street. So she arrives in uh, in Funchal and she's talking to him. He's like, Well, you know, he's like, Well, here you are. She's like, Here, what I am. She's like, This is where you want me to drop you off. She's like, But we're on, a, you know, where's the apartment? He's like, I don't know. You gave me a street. <laughs> so I was like, I realized that as I was leaving my apartment waiting for her, I looked up at the apartment building. I saw a number 14. I'm like, Oh shit. And I, and then I looked back at my reservation for the Airbnb. I was like, oh my gosh, I gave her a street. Not even an apartment number or I gave her a street. And uh, so I spent the next like half an hour walking up and down the street trying to see maybe I could find her like walking in the street and I could signal her down. About maybe 45 minutes later, I get a call and she's using her Wi-Fi. She went to a cafe and used her, you know, someone saw her distressed and said, hey, can I, you look, are you okay? And she told, she explained everything to them. They let her connect to the Wi-Fi, then she gave me a call, and then we met up. That day, I I was talking to her. I was was like, I apologize. She's like, no, I thought it was so funny. I thought you were going to be upset because I was late. I was like, well, how could I? I gave you the wrong... I didn't even give you an address, actually, not even the wrong address. And I'm going to kind of... Bear with me as I'm explaining this, because I'm going to go through the day and just how awesome of a day it was, and what the the epiphany was at the end of the day when we had a conversation. So she hadn't spent much time there, and I didn't go to the Mercado in Funchal. So we go through the Mercado, and they have all these exotic fruits. I had tried some of them earlier when I had just arrived, but the places I tried, and they weren't really ripe, so they didn't taste that good. We went to this one fruit stall, and this lady had all these exotic passion fruits, um, you know, little Portuguese bananas, these custard apples, all these exotic things that I've never seen before. So I said, "All right, well, you know," she was giving us taste. So I said, "Okay, well, why don't we do a fruit tasting?" So she's like, "All right, oh, let me let me note this." So before she even made the decision to come to Funchal to meet me and have a, a day's experience with me, I promise. I said, "I promise you." that this will be the best experience you have on your trip. I promise you an amazing day. And come to find out, she was actually doubting. She said, well, should I go? Should I not go? And when I made that promise, so she ended up coming. All right, so back to the food. So all these exotic fruits, and I was like, all right, well, give me one of these. Give me one of these. Give me one of these. And I probably had maybe like 10 fruits. And I go to pay for it. and It was like $70. I never paid that much for fruit. Uh, but some of the fruits were actually really expensive. I think it was like 19 euros for like a fruit and then 10 euros for another piece of fruit. And we ended up going back up to my apartment. We were, cut them all up and we were just eating a ton of fruit. Um, but after that experience, we hit the car and we went to Porta di Sao Lorenzo, which is this beautiful, like kind of like, it looks like chain islands, but most of them are connected by uh, a landmass. And, the, pitch, and like, the, the panoramics are stunning there. So we're going there. It's windy. It's like the wind is literally like almost blowing me over. I could extend my hands out and lean forward, and with my like jacket open, and the wind would literally keep me up. That's how windy it was. Uh, We we had a great time there. I mean, we uh, end up going up hiking up to this top of this mountain, where which was like in the middle of this reserve we climb up there and we're just watching like tourists go by. The reason we were up there is just because I had this inkling that I wanted to get a vantage point that other people don't have. So like, we climbed up like stepping in these like prickers. And they were like pricking me in my shoe. And anyways, uh, but after Porto di San Lorenzo, we ended up driving. So well, where do we go now? I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Let's I'm, I'm going to feel it. And so I started just saying, like, well, what is the feeling what my body was telling me to take? Was it telling me to take a turn here? Was it telling me to go straight? Was it telling me to go left? And we ended up going into the mountains that my intention was to actually end up in the mountains. Because if you've ever been inside uh, in like a valley where you have these giant cliffs, it's, it gives you a very unique perspective. It reminded me of being in Thailand. So we're driving, trying to find this thing. And we hit a um, a little cafe. It looked amazing because it it overlooked this giant like uh, this giant wall of rock. And on the patio table, they had a foosball table. So I went in there. We, you know, we ordered coffees. We ordered a couple, uh, you know, bottles of water, and we played a game of foosball, like just, you know, making some friendly bets. After that, we proceeded to literally just drive. We didn't know where we were going. We ended up coming up to a lookout point, point. and um, I mean, I really, I mean, it sounds so basically like when I when I'm actually explaining it to you and telling you about the story. It sounds like, well, you know, that doesn't sound like that exciting, right? But the experience, because we were so immersed in what was going on, like in that moment, it was magical, and that's kind of been the the lesson and the experience. It well, I mean, one that there. There's so much magic in the present moment, but when, you know, you're trying to control everything, it slips away, All right, So we're back, we're back in Funchal and she's sharing with me, we end up going out to dinner with my, like my, uh, my Spanish and my German friend, as well as an Italian guy. But later on, she's sharing the experience. She's you know what? I was kind of like feeling very restricted. Like I was go, like, oh, well, should I do this? This is not really, this is not really me. Um, you know, and she, she was telling me how she just, there was a point where she was like, you know, I just said, screw it. I'm just going to let go. I'm just going to let whatever happens, happens. And she told me there was something funny that everything that she, um, everything that she wanted, she got in the sense that, like she co she created it in her mind first, and then by letting go, she was able to receive it all. She attracted everything that she experienced that day. She told me. But if she had at a, any moment during that day pulled away because it was not something she was comfortable with, she would have missed out on the experience completely she would have missed out on that vision that she had, what it was she was trying to attract. Hmm. Maybe you know somebody who's done that personally. How often do you do that? Do you say, okay, well, this is what I want. And I know it's going to require me to do some things, but I'm not really comfortable doing that that uncomfortable thing that thing that is outside of your comfort zone is the very thing that is going to give you what it is that you desire but it also requires you to let go i had to let go so that she told me that she had to let go of all those like uncomfortable things and just allow the life to flow to her me i didn't know how she was going to you know how i was going to travel with her So anytime when I travel, I like to be very curious. So anyone who has that that mentality or will at least allow me to lead and just go with the flow, I promise you a great experience. I promise you. It's never failed anybody yet. But I I need to have that freedom. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I travel because when I'm here, I try to structure myself. My days at home. When I travel, this is like I want to explore. I want to be curious. So I was hesitant. I was like, well, well, what if she's not the right person that I got the kind of person I want to travel with? What if this? And then I just said, you know what? Let me just let go. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to make anything happen. Let me just experience it. And as a result of letting go, we had an amazing time on both sides. So what I want you to come away from with, from the story is that yes it's important to know what you want it's important to hold that intention feel the intention and then let go of the outcome and you'll know you've let go when you don't feel the resistance anymore the only way i could try to explain it to you was you know when i met my two friends my two canadian friends I had this like this desire, like I was like I wanted to go out in the town and hang out with people. I didn't want to go to the beach alone. And I was I just felt very tense. And then I don't know if it was like before I made my way up to the room, I just said, you know what? Let me just let like, go. Let me just trust that whatever comes my way, whatever comes into my day and into my life at this moment, that it's meant to be, that it's it's just gonna happen. And then there was this relaxing of my entire body because I was feeling pretty tense. And then no later than I relaxed, all of a sudden I meet these two guys and they end up becoming really good friends. We had an amazing time. I ended up spending the next day with my friend Steven and his father. We did a little coffee tour. We met some Portuguese, uh, a group of Portuguese friends, had shots, had, had a bunch of stuff. Um, and it was an amazing night. And all that came from just letting go from the of the outcome and having faith that it was going to show up. So let's and one thing I want to add though is because I, I, when I said the questions and I'll review them again right now I mentioned that the, the one of the last thing was feeling it and having faith. I can't express it but you know what it feels like when you have faith. That you know that the outcome whatever it is that you want is going to be there. And as a result, you're just waiting. You feel at peace. And that's what it was. So so just keep that in mind. So let's go back to the questions. Because I want you to have whatever it is that's going to light you up in life. And I also want to show you that one of the ways, well, a way of getting there faster is by letting go and not having so much tension, not having so much restriction around that. So what is something that you desire that's been eluding you? What has been your connection to it? Have you been tense around it? Do you, are you living in conflict where you feel like, you, or, or maybe you doubt that it's ever going to show up in your life at all? And pay attention to how that makes you feel because that is the point of attraction for you. Now imagine that thing showing up. How would it feel if you had complete certainty? say said, you know what? I know this is going to come. And I'm just going to sit back and and wait for it to come. But I know it is coming. How would that feel? To have complete faith that it was going to come to you. And then the last question, and most importantly, how would you show up in your day? Because when you release, you allow everything to come in. You it's almost like uh, like trying to look through a paper towel tube right when you're looking through the paper towel you're trying so hard you're, to find say something out in the distance but because you're looking through the paper towel tube you you literally only see like a one inch diameter right and you really have to scan your environment and it's going to take a long time because you can't possibly scan your entire environment through this one little inch hole but when you relax and you take your your eye out of that that role all of a sudden everything comes into focus now you have an expanded vision it's kind of like that so guys i hope that this episode makes sense to you and in some way allows you to detach from the outcome to ease into the outcome to have faith that what it is you want is coming to you. As long as you will allow it to come to you. Anytime you ask for anything, the answers are always being given to you. You just got to quiet yourself and listen. You have to let go of the resistance. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I know that you could be doing anything right now, like watching some of your favorite series, but you chose to be here. And hopefully this connected with you and connected you to a desire, something that was going to make your life feel more fulfilled, more satisfying, more alive. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, if you'd like to subscribe, if you'd like to make a comment, you can do so by visiting my website at www.donnyraus.com. www.donnyraus.com. That is all I've got for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless, and I will see you again soon.